Hey, it's Mother Funny Time with Andy and Angie. Two cousins, eight kids, one grandkid, two states. And a whole lot of fun. Woo! Welcome back, Mother Funny Tri- <laughs> I can't. Okay, let me try again. Welcome back. Welcome back, Mother Funny Tribe. I have to say it like that because this morning Angie was here. I called my daughter and I was all, hey. And she was like, that's the worst thing. Don't say it again. No, you said it more like, hey. (laughs) That's what I did. I go, hey. I think that's what it was. I was like Janice from Friends. Hey, Chandler. Oh, Oh. God bless Matthew Perry. We all need to stop. yeah. Have a moment of silence. I didn't even plan that. And so anyway. sad and heartbreaking. But we're not talking about sad things today. We're going to talk. Of, oh, sorry. It's Mother Funny with Angie <laughs> and Andy. <laughs> Already distracted. Two cousins. Two ADDs. <laughs> Such a fun time. And a whole lot of fun. <laughs> Extra coffee in the morning. Extra coffee. That's what it is because we're recording in the morning. We just have more energy in the morning. Yes. Usually it's at night and... Yeah, we're tired. Um, anyway, Angie, what are we talking about today? <laughs> I'm so excited about this subject. We're just going to talk about driving. driving. Driving! Driving as a mom, driving with kids, driving your kids places, driving to get places, picking up at school, dropping off at school. This is such a huge topic that we're just going to kind of see where it goes. But let's face it, as a mom, you are an unpaid Uber driver. <laughs> and so why not just talk about it? Well, that's what, and I was telling my husband this, like, if I say we're going to talk about driving as a mom to guys, they'd be like, oh, okay. But to all of the other moms out there, we all live in our cars. Our cars are like our office almost that, you know, it's a a common thread (laughs) with moms is how much time we spend driving and what it's like. And I'm like, moms will get it. Well, yeah. And if you're a mom with toddlers, the floor of your car is covered in goldfish or toys or dinosaurs and <laughs> all of the above or bottles or sippy cups or just water bottles or snack trash. I mean, <laughs> you <laughs> extra know papers. It's funny when they get older, like we recently found an iPod case that had been missing for two years. Not an iPod. Uh, <laughs> that's what makes me sound old. AirPod, an AirPod case. That had it been was lost. missing for two years. Yeah, like we bought a, could have even been more than that. And we ended up buying just the case because we couldn't find it. The other day we did a deep clean of our um, our teenager's car and found it. There was <laughs> there it was. But it's way better than when I had toddlers and we would find old milk cups. That's sippy the cups issue. with the milk. The kids will come in the car and be like, Mom, what is that? I was like, look for the sippy cup right now. There's a sippy cup with milk <laughs> in it. somewhere. <laughs> and it's usually like has rolled under, you know, yes. like one of the seats and Nobody rolled knows. down those windows. Yeah. When, and you gag, like if you clean it out, like I think near the end, I was like, I don't care. I'm just throwing this bad boy out. I can't wash out another milky sippy cup. Right. Or when you have, you know, Okay, let's face it. Minivans have cup holders everywhere, which is fantastic. Yes. But the stuff that people put in those cup holders, like my kids, you know, oh, it's a yes. great place for slime. <laughs> crayons. Have you ever had melted crayons? Yes. And then they, they're stained forever. <laughs> or glitter. Somehow painted glitter was there. It's still there. Nail yeah. polish. Oh, nail polish. 
Oh my gosh, the things, something is always melted and it's usually something that can never be taken out completely. It's just, it's our life. So let's start with, okay, there's so many places I want to go. I'm going to try to keep my mind that goes a million places at once. Okay, before you do that. (laughs) (laughs) I just laughed. Before (laughs) you start with what you're going to (laughs) say. I feel like I was just going to say something about us both being caffeinated and have... (laughs) Having already attention deficit problems. <laughs> no. We cannot stay on track. I'm going to interrupt you. Okay. I think you should tell the story of why we thought of this topic. Why? What okay. made us think of this topic? Because this was all you, girl. Okay. Yes. There's a, Okay. Where do I see my brain wants to go a million places? Okay. It started because Angie called me while I was driving, and I was not driving with children, but I... Drove with children for like 20 years-ish. I'm just going to round it. Probably longer. Um, And (laughs) so I'm driving and I still, so I live my life like I'm driving kids around. I'm still always in a hurry. (laughs) Still going to have to dig in my purse. Anyway, so I'm driving around and I'm late, of course, and I'm trying to get to a meeting. And first of all, (laughs) so she's trying to have a conversation with me and I'm already yelling at the people on the road, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure I'm yelling at the people on the road. And it turns out there's like an accident in front of me and I had to go around. Then I get in and I'm so flustered to get into the parking garage. Instead of pressing the ticket button, I press security. <laughs> so then security's phone starts ringing and Angie's like, who are you calling? I'm like, uh, I'm calling security. <laughs> and so then security gets on. I'm like, I'm sorry, I pressed the wrong button. Then I get in and I have an electric car. So people can't usually hear my car. And so they like slow walk in front of me forever. And I don't want to honk because it seems aggressive. But I'm like, I'm already late and you can't hear my car. And I can't rev the engine. No, you can't. (laughs) There's nothing I can do except for wait. And so I was a hot mess that day. And Angie's on the phone. And I'm like, this is me. And I don't even drive around kids anymore. It was so funny to be listening to like one event after the next because all of a sudden like someone was talking to you and I was like, what is going on? (laughs) I called security. Anyway. So because of that, we thought we should podcast about just driving, driving in general, because while I was talking to you, I was actually driving to go pick up my kids for the carpool pickup. You know, which again is like phase two of my day. Yeah. So it's like, I have 10 minutes. Let me call Andy and see if we could talk for this 10 minutes or I won't get interrupted. But she was having a little bit of a crazy moment. Actually, that's a lie. I had Cole in the car with me. I had just picked him up from preschool. <laughs> I have so many kids on here, remember? <laughs> I picked him up from preschool. We were going to the elementary school. So I had 10 minutes. And um, it was hilarious. It was so funny. So that's what we're going to talk about today, moms. Go ahead, Andy. Now, what were you going to say? <laughs> I don't There's so many places I want to go with this. Um, First of all, there's an article that we want to talk about. It's called Why Moms Are the Worst Drivers, (laughs) which I think is funny. But before that, before we dig into that, I want to talk about the minivan. About, I know. Okay, so here's the thing. And I think most of you here are going to agree or understand when you're a mom or right before you're a mom or when you have your first kid, you're like, I'm never getting a minivan. I'm going to get like a big old SUV. 100%. 100%. I remember when we were moving to kid number three. By kid number two, 
I got a minivan, right? By Caleb, we got a minivan and it was an old minivan. I mean, old school because he was born in 2001. So only like one door opened. Like, remember when minivans only had one door? No, I don't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Your mom's minivan had one door. No, my mom never had a mini. My mom never had a minivan. What was that van? She had that big, huge, giant brown van. Oh, she had a full-size van. Oh, and she had a camping van. She had a camper van that was green. Yeah. So vans back in the day had one sliding door. Yes. The camper van did. The other one had doors that like opened. Oh, that's right. Like French doors. Anyway. captain's chairs that spun around and he went backwards. (laughs) It was plush, plush seating. Anyway. It was the coolest van ever. It was so cool. So minivans before like probably 2000. Well, anyway. They had one sliding door. And I remember being like, and this early one only had two flimsy cup holders. It was it was a Nissan Quest, probably like a 99. And it was, anyway. So when we were having a third and we needed a new minivan, I was like, you know what? I'm not getting a minivan. I'm going to get a Honda Pilot. I'm going to the SUV. <laughs> and I went to the dealership and I'm like, show me your Pilot. And the guy's like, you have three I'm like, yes. And I'm done with minivans. He's like, and I think everyone, every mom I talked to at the time is like, you're going to want a minivan. You're just going to want a minivan. I And they all told me the same tale. I went to the dealership to get an SUV and I went in there and I ended up with a minivan. I literally went to the dealership like stubborn, like, no, this is not going to be my story. You know what I left with? What? A Honda Odyssey minivan. <laughs> I loved it. So, yes, it happens. It does. I have a minivan and I swore up and down I would never have a minivan. I was sure I would never have a minivan. And this is super random, but this one time I had just gotten married and my mom was going to like this women's conference in Ventura and I went with her. I don't even know why. Anyway, and then they like grouped me with these. I was just gotten married. I had no kids, right? Like mid-20s. And they grouped me with these other women who were mid-20s, but they all had kids and they all had minivans. And so we're supposed to be like talking about whatever we learned. And literally all these ladies talked about was how awesome their minivan was. And I was sitting there like, I can't relate to these people. I don't even know them. All they're talking about is their minivans. This is so weird. And at that moment, I was like, I will never, ever be like any of these women. Fast forward years later. Surprise. Surprise, surprise. I have a minivan and probably more kids than they do. (laughs) They're all, oh, she went all in. But Ryan was the one who wanted the minivan before I did. I kept saying, no, I just want a huge SUV, a huge SUV. I love SUVs. But when I was pregnant with the twins, because I had the two older girls and I was pregnant with the twins and that's two rear facing car seats that had to be put in and out of the car. And that was just going to be too hard with the SUV. And so I said, I have to find out for sure. Like we need to make sure that we're getting a minivan. You have to prove to me that this is the best option. (laughs) So we literally went to the dealership with Riley in Brooklyn. We brought their two car seats with us, obviously, because we drove there. And we brought two rear facing car seats. I was still pregnant with the twins, but I already had the rear facing car seats. Okay. We brought the two rear facing car seats. I brought my double bob and I brought my single bob. (laughs) And I said, if this van can fit all of this stuff, then we'll get a minivan. 
And the guy looked at us and he said, I've never had anyone, anyone That's ever amazing. do this before. Actually bring in the everything car seats. Because part of it was, how are we going to do two rear facing car seats while also letting other kids in the car? Because the older girls yeah. had to sit in the oh, back. So, so logistically, we didn't even know how that would work or what it would look like. And we were there forever. And the salesman was so nice. He did a fantastic job. And sure enough, it fit everything. And I left you guys. We didn't buy the minivan at that moment. But I left and I was so sad. <laughs> I was heartbroken. I'm, I'm one of them now. Because it was that moment of realization of, oh, we have to do this. Because while we were there, I said, well, let me see some of your SUVs. And you just, there was no way with two rear-facing car seats and allowing kids in the back. So although we went for the minivan, I just thought, let me just try. Let's just try the big SUV. Let's just see. And it was just that moment of, oh, we're getting a minivan. Well, and here's the thing. For me, the biggest um, like plus, positive, was that the doors open with a button. And they slide. And when your hands are full and you're carrying kids to open a door, plus you're always like scared that the door is going to hit the other car. Like they're going to open it, swing the door open, hit another car. You're going to have to leave a note, which has happened um, to me. So, yeah, I love them. I loved having it. But it changes once your kids are like out of car seats and, you know, more school age preteens, teens, you can move up, right? I think it's the car seat time that really, really makes the minivan shine. Two things. One, this podcast is not sponsored by Honda Odyssey or <laughs> any if minivan. If you want to, <laughs> we are willing to negotiate. I would like, I'm, I'm ready for an SUV, so <laughs> my minivan's gone, but. Second, the idea of not having kids in car seats is too foreign for me. I mean, I've been living in the car seat world for almost 14 years now. <laughs> and you're not you're not going to be out for a little bit. <laughs> for a while, because they keep changing the laws. Oh, yeah. What is it now? And now they're like, just keep those kids four-point harness, five-point harness. Is Riley still in a five-point <laughs> Dude, she was so small and just so she tiny. Was so she was in a five-point harness car seat. Until she was in fourth grade. Because she was so little. Not even a booster seat. Like, she still had to be in the five-point harness. <laughs> she has the little headrest on the <laughs> side like the newborns. <laughs> I mean, she had the cup holder. Here, there's two cup I holders. I mean, it's nice. It's it is cozy. nice. Yeah. I, you know what's so funny is I can't even remember who was telling me, but they, oh, I, I'm not going to, I'm not oh, going to out them, but I was this talking. This is going to be a good story, you guys. Well, I was talking to them and she's like. I literally had my kids in car seats until they were like 11 and 12. And I'm like, what? she's like, yeah, it got embarrassing for them. But I think they they had been in an accident at some point and there was just something and they kept their kids for every car seats. And I'm like, oh my goodness. But they were safe. I want to find out who that person is because they're my new best friend. Because I love that so much for them. I know. I'm like, I'm like you resonate. You resonate. Yeah. Were her kids in a helmet also well, yeah, when they, they drove? Helmets, car seats. Um, yeah, so that world where you can open up your doors with the click of a button, they're automatic, they're not swinging out, kids can like get in both sides and walk through the middle to get to their seats. It's just so convenient. There's always lots of cup holders. Minivans are amazing. But then what happens is once your kids get out of car seats, when they're 13, 14, (laughs) depending. As they're entering high school. As they're, you know, hopefully by junior high, they're not rolling up in their car seat. But 
you see a whole different kind of car and it almost becomes like a status thing. Where I live, the car that all of the moms have, like the mom, I want to call him, I don't want to call him a uniform because that's something you wear, but it's part of like the mom, like accessory is the big white SUV. Really? Yeah. The big white SUV. Where I live. Okay. It's the big white SUV and all of the moms in our area have the big white SUV. I have a small white um, electric car because I'm not in the kid mom world like driving around. But you go to the schools, pick up, drop off, which we'll talk about later. Big white SUV. It's so fun you're saying that because that's, I really, really, really like once I'm past my minivan days, <laughs> like I really want a big white expedition. <laughs> See something built in. Like you're like, you've made it through your rite of passage. Like the minivan is the mom's rite of passage. Like You have to go through that stage and then you get your big white SUV. Well, Ryan was like, let's get this dark gray minivan. And I just kept saying, no, it's going to look like I'm trying to be cool. Like nothing about a minivan (laughs) is cool. Like, let's just go for a white minivan. Like, I don't even want a fancy color because it's like, this isn't cool. I'm not cool. Nothing about me is cool on this minivan. I want the ugliest car with the ugliest color. Yes. But we ended up with the dark gray one because the white one would have taken way too long for us to get. So it's like, fine. But dark gray is, you know, very common in the minivan world. But yeah, I really want a big white expedition. Eventually. Your kids could go to school by me. Oh, excellent. You'd fit right in. So they're moving to Huntington Beach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll keep them when they're younger. <laughs> when they go to high school, you've got they them. Can, I've got them. Um, in a big white SUV. Yeah, my friend was getting, she was upgrading her minivan um, that she ran to the ground, like, and lives, because she lives in her car. Her kids are in, you know, sports activities and everything. So she lives in her car and her car kept getting um, towed places. And she finally upgraded and she's like, I'm getting my big white SUV. And she did. <laughs> we were so happy for her. <laughs> so. Yeah. Hashtag goals. Hashtag goals. (laughs) So now we need to talk about why they say that moms are the worst drivers. We found an article. Angie found an article. And I just want to talk about it. Yes. And if we run out of time in this episode, we might have to do the second part in the next episode. I feel like the rest of money, mother, money, rest (laughs) of mother funny for the year will just be us talking about driving. (laughs) It could be a very, very long series for sure. Yeah. It's so funny because it's what our life is. Totally. Okay. So you want to start us off? What is one of the reasons why moms are probably the worst drivers on the road, but they can't help it? They say, number one, the Herculean effort exerted just to get out the door. So all it takes to get out of the door, getting your kids to put their shoes on. I want to say that's number one. I... Threaten my kids because you know when like um, high top chucks, what do you call them, Converse, we're all in and those yes. take forever to lace. And the kids are like, I just got to put on my shoes. And I would be like 10 minutes before we leave. I'm like, put on your shoes. And then they don't. Then you're running out the door. They're like, I have to put on my shoes. And then they got those high tops. And you're like, you guys are going to get slip on shoes. If they even remember their shoes when they're little, my son forgot his shoes all the time. So I would be like flip flops in the car because just getting them out the door is a hassle. Did everyone eat? And then when they're little, the baby probably pooped. He probably ruined his outfit. 
it's a whole thing. And then that's not even you. Like, do you have all your things? Is your hair oily? Are you like, are are your clothes stained? It's just a whole thing. Well, and because we're in this water bottle world, we're all very, very concerned about our kids being hydrated. (laughs) I cannot leave my house to this day without my 40 ounce Stanley. (laughs) I know that makes me sound. It's part of my mom accessory. I don't have a big white. SUV. But yes. And I, even if I'm going to the store for 10 minutes, I'm like, do I have Stanley? Oh, I'm going to be so parched. (laughs) So funny. But it is. And you have to make sure your kids all have their water bottles. And then with a toddler, it's like, does he have his milk? And does he have his water bottle? And does he have a snack? I mean, we're going to be gone for five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to want a snack. (laughs) And then like we're in the potty training phase. So it's like everyone gets in to the car and then we're like, oh, Yep, you have to go to the bathroom. Okay, you guys stay there. <laughs> stay in the car while I go take him to the bathroom. It does. It could take forever to get out the front door. It's so true. And I don't think it was like this when we were kids and our parents were raising us. I, because we didn't have to deal with water bottles. If mm. you were hungry, you were hungry. <laughs> if you were if you were dehydrated, you we were had dehydrated. Like one pair of shoes, you know. <laughs> Jellies, remember jellies? Yeah, jelly. That's probably where they were invented, so that they didn't have to tie our shoes. But we did have we had keds, which had just you know no extra laces. Oh yeah. We didn't have Velcro though. They didn't do Velcro. I had Velcro. Did you? Yeah, I had some Velcro. Oh well, you are so cool. That's how much younger (laughs) I am than you are. So much younger, you guys. She had Velcro when she was a kid. Um, Don't be jealous. They would be, yeah, they would just grab their tab and their cigarette and be like, get in the car or we're leaving. And then they'd leave you and you'd have to walk. <laughs> and kids really weren't in car seats either. I mean, because oh, part that's of true. it, like especially when the twins were babies, I mean, I was putting two babies into like rear facing car seats, you know, so it's like click, click, click. I mean, it's all the clicking and then the moving them in one by one and taking them out of the car, you know, car seats one by one. I mean, just car seats in general, when they're too young to get in and out of the car seat themselves. I mean, you would think moms would have really toned arms (laughs) as much as they're lifting their kids. That's true. When we're little, they just threw us in. We had a, like my favorite car growing up, we had a truck with the like covered shell. It was like one of those basic Toyota trucks with the covered shell and it had carpet. And we would just like, my brother and I would just roll around the back and play and it was the best. Like the parents couldn't even see us or hear us. They're just like, (laughs) lock them in the trunk. (laughs) They might have, it doesn't matter. They made it before we took off. So they get to come. (laughs) It was the wild west, but now it's a lot, which means we are always the number two reason moms are the worst drivers chronically late. Oh, a hundred percent. Chronically late. I know maybe one or two moms who are early in my life, like in the whole world, in the whole world. (laughs) I know just two. (laughs) We've talked to people in Japan. We've talked to people in Indonesia. (laughs) Anyway, yes, because of the first thing, we're we're already frantic before we get in the car. Now, I'm just going to preface this with saying I think I am an excellent driver, (laughs) But I am not a patient, loving kind. Who I would like to be is not represented in the car. That shows my true sin nature (laughs) as soon as I'm in the car. 
Okay, so what happens? Because you are a genuinely kind, encouraging uh, person. What happens when you sit in that car and you're behind the wheel? Why do you transform into a whole different person? Well, I'm very goal-oriented and I'm already running late. And so I see where I want to be, what time I need to be there. Even if I'm not late, I know I want to get there the quickest I can. It's just how my brain works, right? So anybody disrupting that plan is my enemy for that moment. Oh. So I've had to play because my kids will tell you how <laughs> aggressive I am in the car at people and just trying to get around. And I've been convicted. I'm like, it's not their fault. It's I'm not the only person in the car. I Everybody has somewhere to be. Just people don't seem to care <laughs> that they have to get there. And my biggest pet peeve, I'm just going to say this because it has to be said, my biggest pet peeve is people turning left at a left arrow not paying attention or not being team players. For me, the road should be a full, be full of team players. We all want to get as many people through that green arrow. I literally watched and see the spacing between each car at a left arrow to see who's lagging behind and causing all of us to miss the light. Oh, so little I'm not, judgy. I'm very judgy on the road. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like. Bit. Like, I'll look and I'll, you know, especially if you're in the back of a line, you're like, I might make oh, yeah. it, I might not. And you see the first person, they're like, oh, the light turned green. Maybe I should turn my car back on. I don't know. <laughs> they're like, surprised, surprised, surprised. And they go. And then the next person's like, oh, look at that. They're already through the intersection. Maybe I should go now. And you're like, no, you know how many cars? No, there's three of us who can't make it. So I would like everybody... Like, if you're somebody who looks at your texts or whatever, I'm not here to judge you when you're at a light. But if you're in the, if you're at a left arrow, be ready because those are short lights. No text looking, no radio changing, full focus at a left turn arrow. Well, and when you're talking about being late, I mean, part of that is when you're trying to get kids to school on time and it's like you're already barely cutting it and then yeah. you get behind the slow person. And you're like, come on, I got to get these kids to school before they're tardy. <laughs> and to get to my kids' school, there's many ways, but we always go through a community. And we got behind this person who, no joke, was going 10 miles an hour. <gasps> and then there's speed bumps through the community. And before every speed bump, he would stop, make a stop as if he no. was at a stop sign, and then barely go over it. No. And I had people behind me, and they were honking at me because I'm in a bigger minivan, and he was in a car. He was not in a small car, by the way. He could have made it over the speed bump. There was no reason <laughs> to stop at a speed bump. Like, I cannot believe he stopped at a speed bump. So they were honking at me, and then this one guy was even trying to pass me. <gasps> but he was just, as he was trying to pass me, other cars would come, so he'd get, try to get back in his lane. And it was this crazy thing, and I'm telling the twins i was like you guys we can't be late because if we ever get behind this guy again like you're gonna be really late i mean this was ridiculous we think the guy isn't really happy that people use like go through his community to get to school oh, i think he was trying to prove he a was point. making a point i think so just unfortunately i was behind him like i was the first person behind him people don't need to make points that's the thing i've seen it before people on the road don't need to make points you need to be a team player and we need to encourage each other because otherwise you're just being mean. I like the idea of being a team player and I never honk at people and I almost honked at him. I didn't, but I was close <laughs> to honking so at him because I was getting honked at. right? I didn't like the idea of people thinking it was my fault. <laughs> I would never. 
And you're like, it's not that hard. And you know, like most of the time I'm driving, my kids could probably do an amazing impersonation. They do an amazing impersonation of me, but I'm always like, it's not that hard to turn. It's not that hard to turn right. You can do it. And I'm always like cheering them on sarcastically. Look, you did it. You turned right. You didn't have to stop your car (laughs) after all. But I've decided because I don't like who I am in the car, except for that I get things done. That Andy is mean, but she makes it happen. (laughs) And she gets where she needs to be. Assertive Andy is what you're saying. Assertive Andy. But I started like creating scenarios in my head to why they're so slow that make me happy for them. (laughs) So Okay. So I'm I started my big one is she probably has a crock pot full of soup on her lap that she needs to get to somebody (laughs) who's very sick or dying. (laughs) So everybody and I know if they're on their phone, I like they don't get the sympathy soup. But if they aren't on their phone, I'm like, oh, they've got a crock pot probably full of soup. They can't spill it. They gotta give it to someone. I don't want to bust your bubble in this situation, but like (laughs) If it's a crock pot full of sloop, it's going to be too hot. It, a crock pot that's hot can't be on someone's lap. Okay, you well, you could next be next to, to that, but you still don't want to spill. You got to be careful if you have a crock pot of soup. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. But You're if, right. You're if right. they're on their phone and I can tell because I am very judgy, I will look at them the whole time I'm passing them. Oh, you're one of those people? I'm one of them. <gasps> if I know that you're like, because you're going 10 miles into the speed limit, you're parking, like you're at a stoplight, you are three cars behind. Like you leave a space for three other cars to move in. I don't know why people do that. People on their phone back up the entire stoplight because they want to make sure there's two cars space ahead of them. Have you noticed that? And then they block the left turn lane because they leave so much space in front of them. And so, and then they're swerving a little bit. It's almost like they're drunk driving when you're texting and driving or looking at something and driving. So I, I will look at them like, stop it. Do you say it? Have you like said it to them? Like, have you looked and pointed I and would. said to them, stop it? But or- I'm also careful because road rage is real. So I will sometimes. It depends how angsty I am. But there was this one time where I was in a hurry and I was at a stop sign. I was turning right and the lady in front of me didn't go. And I kind of like, I did a nice tap. Like I was in a hurry. It wasn't aggressive, but it was like, beep, beep. Like, come on but somebody was crossing and I couldn't see it. So it was my fault. And then I like made, and she was mad. She was like yelling at me and going off. And I was like, my bad, (laughs) my bad. You're right, girl. That was me, all me. And the whole time she's throwing angry signs and I'm throwing like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) So I, I pick my battles and I try to make sure, because I've done that a couple times, but I've had people do the same thing to me where they get upset with me and they'll like honk or like do angry things at me. And I always point back at them and I yell you at them. (laughs) I'm like, you, which I'm not proud of. (laughs) And I'm like, it's your fault. Why are you pointing at them yelling you? (laughs) Because we're now look at each other as they drive past. And I'm like, it's your fault. You know, I always do that. Like if it's their fault, if it's my fault, I take ownership. I'm like, you're right. I'm at, you can be angry, but if it's their fault and they're yelling at me, then I'm going to point at them and tell them it's their fault. And I'm not taking that blame. Okay. Assertive Andy. (laughs) I have a question for you. What should I have done in that situation where the guy was clearly being a punk? 
clearly going 10 miles an I hour. I would have gone around him. You would have. I would have. You would have just done it. I mean, if it was safe. I would okay. totally have gone around him. I mean, it's so funny. We know this community so well because we go by it every day or go through it every day. Like we know on Wednesdays is trash day. So I'm like, you guys, we have to leave an extra three minutes early because if we get stuck behind the trash truck, that's just hard to maneuver yourself around the trash truck. Like we we have yeah. it down to a science. Like when you're a mom and you're trying to get kids to school, like, it's you know, science. you know, the last minute you can leave the house before your kids are tardy at school. You know, like yes. if we leave now, this is the last minute. We'll get there on time and you guys are walking through the door as the bell is ringing and you're considered on time. But it's nice to have like a five, 10 minute buffer. It just doesn't yes. always happen. In so our case, it angsty. doesn't happen. Right. So you're not yelling at everyone on the road. That's I have to leave early or I'm upset with people. Okay, and it's not their fault. The next time I'm having issues with someone, I'm just going to call you. Do or I'm going to think, what would assertive Andy do right now? I'm just going to like put myself. <laughs> this is shoes. what she does. She takes ownership, but she doesn't put up with nonsense. And she expects everyone to be a team player. <laughs> so I pass the guy when it's safe. And I look at him and I point yes. at him and I yell, you? Y- you? Well, if he's blaming you, like if he points at you first, like it's your fault, then you would point and be like, no, sir. You are mistaken. Okay. I would probably just drive past and go, surprise, 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 surprise. Well, that's the thing. When you're in a minivan, there's no surprise. Like, you know I have a car (laughs) full of kids. Like, you know my life is busy. You know I'm trying to get places. You know I'm not cool. You know the situation. (laughs) (laughs) You know that (laughs) we're going to get some tardy notices and I don't want to do the paperwork. Right. Like, having a minivan is like a big billboard sign (laughs) get out of my way do not prove your point i will not be kind yes and then the crock pot of soup when you just know that you're about to lose your witness and you need to be cool i also purposefully do not put stickers on my car that say anything about jesus or through the word (laughs) because i don't Yes, because I'm so scared I'm going to be like a bad witness. Like I want, I don't want to tick off a car accidentally and have that. So once I've gotten down to a level that I think is acceptable, that I can be (laughs) calm, which is happening because my kids are grown and they know I'm I'm like 95% better, then I'm allowed to put a sticker on my car. If oh, I it's can, like your privilege. It's like you. You're I can reward. earn that. You can, I can earn, earn that. it if I can be patient on the road. <laughs> okay, it gives you something to strive towards. Yes. You said you're goal oriented. Your goal, girlfriend. That's my goal. I'm almost is to there. get a through the word sticker decal on my car on your car. Okay, everyone heard it right here. I right did here. have it on my minivan for a while, and I would be like, "Oh, I got it. I got to do well." But I don't know how well I represented. You're working towards it. And I think that's part of it is as moms, we're always striving to do better. Yeah. And we're striving to improve. And we all have those moments and those places in our life where we're <laughs> trying to improve. This just happens to be Andy's area yes. where she's working towards it. This I think we time. have to go. No. I know. I mean, we're doing a great job. I think people are just going to have to wait till the next episode. Oh, we're going to have to take so out half more. of what I said. <laughs> No, 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 no. I think I everything say is so much good. More. You do in the next okay, episode. So fine. everyone has to listen. Y'all, y'all. <gasps> y'all. Oh, she's Texas now, people. I was going to say y'all. Oh, I never do that. It's happening. She's in her minivan. I can't talk. 
She's got her kids going through the cow fields, getting her gas station t-shirts at Bucky's. She's Texas, y'all. I went with her to Bucky's really quick. And she did her yearly like clothing shopping at Bucky's. She was like, I like, I was like, oh, let's find a matchy shirt. We did find a matchy shirt, but then which she, I'm wearing today. But Andy I wouldn't forgot. match me. I forgot. She didn't I'm so match me. sad. I didn't bring my Bucky shirt. I came representing today, but she literally had her arm full. She's like, this is where I do my shopping. <laughs> It was amazing. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. They have really cute shirts. And I anyway, was so happy. Did she you see was how so happy? happy. She had one child with her and an arm full of Bucky's clothes. <laughs> she was in bliss. And she hadn't been driving. Someone else was driving. <laughs> oh, that's what I want to ask you. Okay, it's just going to be a long episode real quick. Do you struggle when someone else is driving? Yes, I do. But let me tell you why. Okay. Because I, like I said, I'm goal oriented. And when I'm somebody else is driving, they're usually talking and distracted and they're usually driving slower. And I have to like breathe, even though it's not their fault. They're doing nothing wrong. But I like the way I see the road and I'm like, okay, I have to be in this lane. I have to be there. I like plan it out all in my, my mind. And most of the people I drive with are slow. And I just have to breathe and it's good for me it's good for me my don't ask my husband don't ask him <laughs> he my husband literally has um well he's undiagnosed but we're 99.9 sure he has a form of add so he um adhd anyway he gets really distracted so I'm always like, okay, we're gonna, we gotta turn left. Okay, we gotta turn right. Okay, the speed limit's 40 here. You can go at least 40, 45, maybe. <laughs> so yes, I do. But if they're a fast driver, then I don't. If they're more of a goal-oriented, like focused, faster driver, but if they're slow, then I have, it's good for me. It's training. Okay. But I have to talk myself into it. What about you? I mean, I'll drive or I won't drive. It just depends. It doesn't bother me either way. Well, if I'm someone, not like safety worried. I'm only, it's only how slow they drive. If someone stops really hard a lot, I get <gasps> car sick. Yes. Even when I'm in the front seat, like if they are fast, slow, fast, slow, yes. like that motion, I'll get car sick and Brooklyn will get car sick and Riley yes. might get car sick. So sometimes I'm like, hey, I have to drive. If we're with other people, just because I can't have that happen. And then my kids are like puking in the back. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Know? I can't. A heavy breaker, hands down. No. Cannot handle. It makes me too sick. But you guys have to listen to the next episode where Andy continues this fantastic topic <laughs> I so to say <laughs> I love it I think this was so good and especially because people are driving during the holidays I oh yeah it's just happening this is a season of everyone driving right now mm -hmm. yeah okay bye all right that's all we have time for today we gotta wrap it up unfortunately but just remember you might think you're doing just okay but we think you're doing really great Thanks for hanging out with us today. We hope you have a great mother funny day. Please like and share our podcast. But please don't tell our moms. Okay. I at least push record. Okay. So are we ready? Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Uh, uh, uh. Cheat, 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 cheat. I don't know what that was. Okay. <laughs>